Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And my name is Niall Spang. And we are your fuck buddies. Welcome to the podcast. Come on in, pull up a chair, sit down. Dang, open up the podcast door first. No. Good. I won't. <laughs> okay, sit outside our podcast, but don't forget to listen. <laughs> yeah, I want your faces pressed against the glass and your hot little breath just fogging up my windows. We have sanitized the podcast glass, you're good. Like a bunch of podcast perverts. Yeah, ooh, you podcast sickos. I'm calling the cops on you as soon as this is over. I'm all right with it for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys well, got I'm roughly an hour, but then we're going to get weird. Or, yeah. I mean, then it's going to get weird. We're going to be weird this whole time. <laughs> uh, what, do we, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? I was going to say, what the fuck do we do in this podcast, Jane? Uh, we're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Mm-hmm. We basically take either submitted questions or questions off Reddit, and we just fucking answer them for you guys. We know you're thinking the same thing, because that's how the internet works. When what? one person puts it on the internet, everyone thinks it. Well, yeah, yeah. We know every single one of these questions is going to relate perfectly to you in particular. Yeah. Man, I found, uh, I had a hard time this week. The first question I looked at was uh, probably the grimmest question I've ever seen. Oh, I've seen some grim ones. Was it about well, Was it about uh, fake babies? Uh, no, it was about breaking the legs of a chihuahua. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well... Have you ever heard of reborn dolls? Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, Did I you read that one. Yeah. Yeah. That one was, I don't know. It was a little sad to put on this podcast, I think. Yeah. I mean, it also didn't have anything to do with dating. So I, <laughs> I just skimmed over. It was like, this is too sad for me to be concerned with. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the downside. That's the dark part of this. We don't really talk about. We got thrown through a lot of fucked up shit to bring you guys some stuff. Uh, do you have do you have a fun question to start us off with? Because fun a lot of question, mine, yeah, like something something we can we can play around with. I I got a few. Uh, let's you know what we haven't really done a deep dirty dive into seduction Reddit in a while. Oh, no, uh, I probably saw so because many today that I... the world is already fucked. But uh, you ready for this? Yeah, this is by GP Tamink. How to spot a sexually frustrated woman? And uh, this is outer game, because we obviously have to clarify that. Yeah. Uh, and here's what they say. Being angry is sure tell she is frustrated. What mm-hmm. are the signs you notice in a sexually frustrated woman making easier to game her? Um, I mean, it's the classic if she's pulling the labels off the beer bottle. A hundred percent. She's tearing right. up a coaster. Coaster, yep. Tearing up the coaster. Uh, lots of hair fiddling. There's a lot of hair, like... Mm-hmm you know twirling and and that kind of stuff if like Um, everything she grabs is phallic and you see her just start to wank it like inadvertent you know like she's just walking down the road like giving the tree a little tug and then there's a pole and she's just giving that little stroke spitting in her hand going back keeping walking you know if she's dipping her juicy vagina on all the pages of books Mm -hmm. nearby books yeah if she's just giving those um that's a that's usually a pretty good sign. So, so that one that's one of the big ones. Um, now the only thing is lately there's been a lot of conversation online as to where it kind of stops becoming that surefire kind of like, you know that that surefire sign. Like, is does it have to be the whole book? It needs to be clear that she's going to do every single page, every single page. I just yeah, if, she's, that. if you see her just kind of like flipping through and being like, oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Then and no, 
is smearing it at slug like along a glass coffee table is that uh is that necessary or are they both separate signs sorry i feel like i'm not the expert on this um it depends if you're sitting under the table and she does it yes but if there's nobody sitting under the table, then uh, she's yeah, a criminal. You, who knows? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, can you hear all that banging in the background, by the way? I can hear like a... Yeah, so for anybody listening, that is my neighborhood does a little like clap some pots together for the uh, the essential workers and the doctors. So I guess we should take this moment to say thank you. I know it's a terrible hey. time to do it in the middle of talking about snail trails and horrible stuff from seduction, but... Uh, you guys are fucking amazing. All the frontline workers, all the nurses and doctors and everyone essential who's out risking their lives for like, I don't know, yeah. keep everything on rails. Uh, thank all you. All the grocery stores and yep. cashiers and mm-hmm. everyone stocking Drug shelves. Stores, and yeah. delivery drivers, transit, everybody. You're doing, you're doing, you're doing good work and we yeah. appreciate you because our lives would, uh, would be, be fucking terrible. Yeah. With, without you. Yeah. Sorry. I just, one, wanted to check that I wasn't ruining the audio and two, wanted to say that. So now back um, to the snail trail. Yeah, it's, I, I, I mean, uh, I can't go on with this anymore. No. Um, I've, hit my, I've hit my limit. Also, I'm sorry. Telling men in fucking seduction that women being angry means they're sexually frustrated and, like, easier to game is, like, that's like saying people, I don't even know what that's like saying because everyone they probably talk to is fucking angry. Don't encourage them more. Oh, that snarling pitbull just means he wants you to pet him more. Yeah, well, at least in that way, they'd be hurting themselves and not other people. It's like, oh, she's real pissed off. I'm getting there. Yeah, Can't leave now. Uh, No, if someone is angry, leave them the fuck alone. Unless you know them and you want to make sure they're okay. Yeah. If you're trying to game them, GTFO. People who seem to be upset also, if you have to find someone sexually frustrated for them to consider you, you're already doing it wrong. Yeah. And hey, like, give it fucking, you know, a couple more months when we're all out of this. Everyone's going to be sexually frustrated. Oh, man, it's going to be. You won't, you won't need to look. You won't need signals. You could just be like, oh, hey, were you in quarantine and single? Cool. You're a fucking a mess. You know what I want to know? I want to know how many of these seduction people are still trying to game people out and about. Like, I'll 100%. bet you, I will fucking bet you there's a whole bunch who are like, you know, trawling at the fucking like grocery store, like probably not even adhering to the six feet away. Just like, hey, girl, I like that mask. You know what else yeah. can cover up your mouth? My balls. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, man, I wonder how these guys are getting on when they aren't able to tell whether a woman is smiling or not because they can't <laughs> tell her to like, hey, girl, just give keep, me a keep- smile. Uh, well, unless you already got one if you already unless got one i guess it's probably nice it's probably pretty cool yeah um if anyone listening has had someone try to like pick them up during this time please let us know because i was thinking about this the other day i know someone out there is fucking trying I, stop. yeah i'm also sure there's people on fucking tinder and shit i keep i still have tinder on my phone and mm-hmm. like every now and then it'll be like there's a swipe surge going i'm like are you fucking kidding me like yeah, of course there is. Nobody's doing anything. And like, two, no one's going to like, don't promote this Tinder. Don't yeah. try to get people like, what are you doing? Yeah. Anyway, I figured we'd start off with that one because it's fucking ridiculous. Well, then I'm just going to fucking tank this right away. This is coming from a throwaway account on Reddit. Uh, I, a 49 year old female, caught my brother in law, a 24 year old male uh, in a revolting act. Oh, is this the P one? Okay, just fucking ruin it. 
fucking spoilers. My head is spinning at the moment. I've just caught my brother-in-law pissing on my underwear. It's nearly 1 a.m. here, and my husband is at night duty. I got woken up, got up, and found him in the bathroom with my panties on the floor. He's been here for the last 15 minutes trying to explain and begging me not to tell his wife or his hus- or, or her husband. Um, he's said he's just been under stress lately, and this is a harmless release, and then he's not hurting anyone. His wife is an emergency worker who's on the front line of this virus. He's starting with us, or I guess he's staying with us, for health and safety reasons. If I tell my husband what has happened here, there will be a big blow up. But if I keep this a secret, I feel I'm almost condoning it. I have no idea what to do. Uh, uh, if, Of course, it didn't help that I'm wide awake when I should be asleep. Any advice is highly appreciated. Just stop thinking about his, uh, like how this is going to affect him. He's the one that did this shit. It's like, I'm sorry, his best interests are no longer, like, fuck it, who cares? I'm sorry. He lost his, uh, like, his fucking, ah, words. This is so weird. I actually didn't read the whole thing, because I wasn't going to bring it to the podcast. So, good job, Dane. Here I am. I'm doing the things you're afraid to, coward. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it sucks that they are still thinking about this person's best interests, and I feel like you give up the right to that when you're being kind of gross and weird. Also, he's peeing on the floor? That's uh, that's yeah. I, I was I, like, you're skipping right into the. I'm sorry, the there, the there's, there's so much here. Um, and it's like, are you is the are the panties on the floor and you're just peeing all over the floor, or did he like you know drape them over the the toilet, pee on them, and then throw the piss covered panties on the floor? Not or did great he have a pile? Way. Did he have a pile of unpissed panties on the floor and a toilet full of pissed panties? And but like also if if it was on the ground, sudden but not pissed on. How did she know? Because I'm imagining she walked in and he was just letting loose. It was on the floor. Uh, Also, I'm sorry, lock the fucking door, bud. Like, if you're going to the bathroom in general, probably something you should do. If you're peeing on someone's panties illegally, like, dude, this makes me believe that he wants to get caught. Well, most deviants usually do. But, like, to get to your point, I don't necessarily know. I mean, like, yeah, she is thinking about the consequences of her, but it's also like it's the consequences of her whole life, more or less. You know what I mean? It's like, well, it seems to be immediate. Like her, his wife's on the front line. He's staying with us because of X, Y, and Z. Like I'm kind of like, that seems to be the, one of the more pressing ones. Yeah. And like the fact that she knows, I guess her husband will not take this well, which fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, what does like, where does, where does that go? Yeah, but at the same time, the other option is just like ignore it and then pee panty pervert in your house. Mm -hmm. And like it it almost becomes one of those things where it's like if he does it again, let's say in three years, like then do you say, hey, he's done this twice now. And then your husband's like, why the fuck did you not tell me? You guys have both known about this for three years. Like that's fucked. Like, did you enjoy it? Did you, you know, like then it becomes a little bit more like. Did you yeah. okay this? Because it's almost like you're almost complicit in a sense. And I know that's kind of not what's happening, but like they might see it weirdly. On the other hand, you can just blackmail the shit out of this guy for life. Well, okay. <laughs> you just woo, like take that out, you know? I mean, yeah, it's like if you're ever having a family dinner and the check comes. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I think thank you so much, Gerald. Yeah, Gerald, you're going to pick this up. That's that's so nice of you. Excuse me, I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna pee my panties if I sit here. Yeah. 
Oh, you've just, oh, the, this act of generosity has just really made me want to pee my pants in excitement. I mean, everyone's going to think you're the pervert mm-hmm. after this, but hey, man, you're going to get free dinner for life. In, in reality, though, I think you just, you got to bring it up. And the thing is, if it's like, I doubt it's just you. You know what I mean? Like this, this seems like the actions of someone who's going to pee on anyone's panties when they go wherever they go. You know, well, like if yes. he was staying with someone else's family, like I doubt it was just you. And if it is just you, that almost makes it worse. The acquisition of panties makes me like, I want to know, like, is there a laundry hamper in the, the bathroom that he just kind of like, or did he go into your room, mm-hmm. rummage around, pick out his favorite? Like I, there's, there's a lot of troubling shit here and a lot of boundaries being crossed. Um, like what if not, he... not just the peeing you know what i mean like that's that's weird enough as it is but to like then think that oh this guy has gone through my underwear drawer yeah which is and and even like again it could be socks you know what i mean like underwear is is a specific sort of uh privacy mm-hmm. but like any anyone going into any of your shit yeah, like it could also he... be like any of your items he's pissing on them that's not cool yeah and it's like what do you like what was the plan then? Was it to then sneak it back in and like put it put it all peed on back in the drawer, or was it to put it in the laundry? Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what the end game was. So like it makes me feel like there might be like a mental health issue in here as well because like not like people who have fetishes and people who have kinks and stuff like that usually like know what they're doing, and and I mean I don't mean like normal fetishes or normal kinks where like it's talked about or whatever but like people who like a deviant fetishes where it, the other person isn't involved at least normally are, are like okay this like i'm gonna go in i'm gonna sniff the panties and i'm gonna put them back and it's it's untraceable quote unquote unless you get caught but like this there's a whole piss line of evidence well i'm assuming they were dirty already and they were aiming to go into the you know the washing machine, and that's probably why they thought they could get away with it. How about this? What if the hamper is in the bathroom? He, for some reason, just pissed all over the floor. Maybe something happened. Maybe he was sleepwalking, maybe whatever, and he was like, shit, what do I clean these up with? Underwear. And they were the first thing he saw. Yeah, maybe he was drunk and was just like, hey, this isn't the first time we've heard people peeing in suitcases and laundry hampers. Exactly. But honestly, I'm going to assume it's more on the other side because, like, I'm sure there would have been some kind of fucking... Maybe. Maybe he did pee all over the floor and he was like, well, I can't use a towel, but all this laundry in here... Mm-hmm. Underwear is genital, you know, it's close to genitals anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it, it, I, I th- I'm not going to start defending this person when we have no idea. Um, I What do you think? Do you think you should, she should tell him? I think 100% that the, the husband needs to know. Because yeah. this could, again, like I, I'm leaning towards some sort of mental health issue. Because like all of this is, is very detached. All of this is like there's no, there's no plan here, I don't think. It doesn't seem like there's like an end game or structure to whatever madness this man is doing. Well, it's also like really kind of, it's a lot very soon. You know what I mean? Like this guy has only moved in very recently and it is under extraordinary circumstances. So it's like to get that comfortable to do something that extreme so quickly is kind of like, this is implying that this is the first and only time he's ever done this. But even if it was like that, that would be so quick. Usually you like build up, you would imagine. So like, if this isn't the buildup or if it just takes that, like if it's that 
like intense for him that he has to do something this kind of risky you would imagine obviously considering the fallout that he's done it very like quick off the bat so it's like one has he been like lusting after you for so long that like he just can't help himself because that's kind of an issue of itself but secondly it's like maybe this is just the start of his ramp up i don't know either way none of this is okay because even on a baseline level he's fucked with your privacy and just general respect you know yeah and there's there is a level of like i said like privacy like tied to underwear Mm mm-hmm you know what I mean? Like there's a sexual connotation there. So like if it was you just walked in and he was just pissing on clothing that happened to yours. OK, but like it seems very specific that he chose underwear and there is a sexual connotation to that, mm-hmm. which is I think I like that. I think is the the issue here, because like if he's working night shift and you're alone in the house with this guy, mm-hmm. like at what point does pissing on your underwear not become enough for him? And all of a sudden it's, you know, he gets drunk or completely sober or whatever and decides that, like, maybe he wants to pee on you while sleeping or maybe he wants to watch you while sleeping. Maybe he wants to masturbate while you sleep. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like you're in this house and it's like there's nothing worse than feeling unsafe in your own home. Yeah. And that's the thing. You're you're not going to feel okay about this. So, like, even if you do not tell anybody, you're going to have to live with this like day after day. And like isolation is hard enough anyway, without feeling like, you know, in danger. Having your skin crawling. Yeah, exactly. And feeling like just massively uncomfortable and unsure and awkward and all these things on top of the fact that like, it might end up being the other way around where like after a while, he might be like, maybe I'll tell him, maybe I'll say that you didn't tell him, you know? And then all of a sudden he might be blackmailing you because I do think the fallout could be bad if your husband realizes you kept something like that from him. I think you got to tell him. I think you do too. And I think it has to be one of those situations where you have to be like, Hey, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I think it's straight up. You just say, this is what happened. I don't know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. And we need to talk about it because, you know, I don't feel safe. It weirds me out. Yeah. And we, we need to make a plan And, and it's, you know, it's your brother he's here because of you um and like obviously not accusatory but it's like the the husband has to be a part of the the solution like if he just comes home one day and his brother has been kicked out of the house and you're like well i i just don't want him here and you don't say anything about it yeah, exactly that's that's a weird play because you're the villain now you know what i mean you're the you're the person who kicked out Exactly. The brother yeah. you, during you a fucking want to be backpedaling then and being like, oh, he did this like after the fact and have the brother be confused. Just, you gotta be straight up. This is by Trara Ill. Trara Ill. My 34-year-old female boyfriend, 39-year-old male, wants to fine me $500 for lying about masturbation. For wants context. To fine you? Yes. Okay. Uh, for lying about masturbation. For context, we've been together almost two years, have lived together 1.5. A few weeks ago, four to six, I agreed to tell my boyfriend ahead of time if I was going to masturbate. I did this because he got really upset when I used my vibrator in the past while not willing to give up masturbation entirely. I thought telling him ahead of time was a reasonable compromise. I did something stupid. Monday night, I masturbated in the shower while he was asleep. I texted him afterwards and let him know I used my vibrator. Or vibe. Uh, However, I previously agreed to tell him beforehand. I went back on my promise and thus lied to him. Now he is furious. He didn't speak one word to me yesterday. I apologized so many times Monday night after he woke up and read my text. I'm honestly sorry I lied. This morning, I asked how we could repair the relationship, and he says I need to suffer negative consequences since I'm the one who lied. He suggests a fine of $500. 
sorry, $500, which increases every time I lie. We, had sep- we have separate finances if this matters. I dismissed the fine out of hand since I think finding your partner is crazy. He said I need to come up with a negative consequence instead then since I didn't like his. I think my transgression, while wrong, was relatively minor. I think I should be able to apologize and move on with no further consequences. He says I should be punished, which is a red flag for me. I have a tendency to overreact though, so maybe I'm wrong. I'm worried I'm being dismissive of his feelings and solution because I don't like them. Is he being reasonable? What do other couples do when one partner lies? Is there a scale for seriousness of lying, or is any lie enough to break this trust seriously? She she keeps saying she lied, but she didn't lie. Nope. I think, well, like, firstly, gaslighting. Can we just point out that that's massively happening here? Because I'm pretty sure he has her convinced that she's a liar now and that she needs to make up for this problem. When, like, realistically, I think the only way you could even consider this a lie is that she said she would say it and didn't. So she lied. Also, like, having to schedule your masturbation is the wildest concept ever. Like, there needs to be a sit-down conversation with you and your partner and be like, hey, what's your problem with masturbation? Yeah. Like, do you not masturbate? Like, does he he tell her? Oh, no, that's probably fine, but he's a guy, Dane. Like, I don't understand. Also, like, if he's unaware of it, then what does it matter if you're masturbating? Like, the only time your masturbation should bother someone else is, like... If you're pissing on their underwear while you're doing it. Right, yeah, and that's what, like, I thought that's where it was going, where she, like, you know, oh, I'm a squirter, and I, you know, squirted all over his couch, and... Or, like, you know, ruined his, his, you know collective you know baseball mitt worth five hundred dollars or something like mm-hmm. but to just sort of arbitrarily be like oh you didn't tell me you were gonna masturbate so you owe me five hundred dollars and every time you don't tell me you're gonna masturbate you owe me more money in like yeah, increasingly this, exponential this dude is just trying to fucking bankroll his isolation right here I, yeah it, it there's okay, five, one five hundred dollars is a lot two you like you should not in any way police your partner's body like this, especially no. just out of your own insecurity because you don't like vibrators. Like, what the fuck? Well, that's like, the other thing. It's like, is it just the vibrator? Like, if she uses her hands, is that okay? Like, what I, is... I don't also, understand. Like, wh- why should... If you're this bothered by something, being warned or told about it, like, how is that helping anyway? Like, this is a stupid solution to a non-existent problem where your partner is being a piece of shit uh, and and then he's trying to deal with being a piece of shit by being even more of a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what's happening here. This is <laughs> like well, I don't know what. This is a abusive partner. Oh uh, yeah, who clearly has insecurity issues around probably sex well, no, toys I, because it probably I makes understand. Him... No, Dan, let me explain what's happening here. I just I don't understand why any like I don't understand how this all happened. Like what. What are the circumstances and forces that push this all together into existence? I assume the way it went down, he probably made her feel like an like he he made her feel like she was in the wrong, probably initially, like she he is doing now, you know? And this person, unfortunately, was convinced and gaslit into believing that her masturbation, especially using this vibrator, was bad, and therefore she was beholden to actually asking this person. Uh, it's fucking insane. You should never charge or fine your partner. Like it's more than a parking ticket. 
unless 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 you have a speed unless you have a speed limit in your apartment and they break the speed limit. Oh, of course, but that's safety first. <gasps> yeah. I'm... What if she vibrated so hard she broke the speed limit? How fast does the vibrator vibrate? That's exactly it. Um, well, this is now you're just being irresponsible. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, this is so fucked, and it breaks my heart to see. You know, I have a tendency to overreact. Maybe I'm wrong. No. What do other couples do when one partner lies? They talk it out. Is there a scale for the seriousness of lying? Yeah, but like, it's pretty inbuilt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I lie do about we, having a mean, cookie versus lie about cheating. The one is more serious than the other, just inherently. Yeah, unless you're really into those cookies. Oh no, the cookie was the worst one, obviously. But yeah, I, I feel like this is a burn the relationship. The second you police someone's body about anything, it's like literally in this case, because okay, here's like the, the fundamentals of if this bothers you so much and this person likes it, then you're not compatible. You know what I mean? Like if if it, it goes with anything, like if you're a vegan and you're dating a meat eater and you can't stand the fact that they eat meat, mm-hmm. it's not their responsibility to change who they are to match your beliefs. If if you're willing to overlook it and and or come to a, an agreement or whatever, that's cool. But if you enter into a relationship knowing full well that like this is a thing, mm-hmm. you then don't get to be like, well, if you're going to eat meat, you have to give me a, a two hour heads up and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. no, that's not and how you this have works. to pay me $500 if you do it. Yeah. It's like, no, it, you get into a relationship and that's sort of like an agreement of being like, Hey, I know what you're about and I am not going to try to change you. Yeah. Um, like, and if, even and if you then, don't, though, it's like, if you're not on board with who they are, don't get in a relationship with them. Yeah. And it's just fucked up to try and like take control of your partner in this sense. And then extort them monetarily. Like, it's so fucked up. If you want to try and save the relationship, you need to be like, hey, the original agreement we came to is bullshit. Like, I shouldn't have to tell you ever. Uh, If you have a problem with my vibrator, that's something we can talk about. But, like, that's a you issue. It's not a me issue. So we're getting rid of that. And there's no way I'm paying you fucking $500. And you know what? They'll probably freak the shit out right there and then. And the relationship will probably end. Because they don't sound like they're the most uh, confident. And if not, sure, if you guys want to actually talk, maybe they're, you know, you don't know how they're raised or their views. Maybe they are mistakenly believing that they're in the right, but you need to put your foot down. And if they're willing to move forward in a healthy sense, sure. But I don't think they will be. And I don't think you should after this. $500 is a fucking ridiculous thing to ask for. I get just, ugh. Um, This comes from Reddit user, Um, which I can only assume is how you're supposed to pronounce it. Uh, husband comes instantly. I'm new here. So yeah, I've been with my husband for 16 years and our sex life was always good. But lately he comes super fast, like within five seconds without foreplay. I love him, but I can't even come close. One time he was hard and then he just went soft while I was playing with it. And he still ejaculated. I haven't had an orgasm with him in months. And when we were, uh, and when we can get to the point of sex, it's very start and stop, like totally stop, not just slow. What's going on? It's a huge strain on our relationship. We are definitely stressed out. Well, firstly, his penis shouldn't have any bearing on whether you come or not. Yeah. Unless you can only exclusively come from a penis, which seems ridiculous. Like, to me, that just sounds like this person is not putting in the work whatsoever. Like, if there was some issue, like, sure, if for some reason he was coming really quickly or having a hard time maintaining a boner or whatever, a good partner, you would assume, would still make sure you were taken care of. So, like, that would have been, you imagine, the problem without the I haven't come in months. 
Um, So I think that's its own problem. As to why, I don't know. Like, are you guys having sex frequently? Is it like infrequent because you're probably not enjoying it so that by the time he is like, oh shit, we're having sex. He's so hyped up that it's just like, you know, he's so horny. Like everybody's going to be after isolation. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Two years worth of pent up semen are going to slop lazily into you. Most most people masturbate. Mm -hmm. And when you remove that from the equation, if that's your only sexual release, then you might now just be overstimulated when it comes time to have sex mm-hmm. because you, you aren't, you know, draining the snake on a I, regular basis. And if like, you are like sex is with a person is a lot more exciting than masturbation. When you're like 15 and you jack off, it doesn't take two seconds or a minute or whatever. Whereas like when you go out with your first girlfriend, it's like, Oh shit. It's a lot yeah. more intense. So like, even at this point, even if he is masturbating, if your sex is so infrequent that when it actually happens, maybe he's just so hype. Yeah. I would love to know like when in terms of quarantine, this all started Um, because like maybe there's like, that's a lot of stress for people and people deal with it differently. Um, Mm -hmm. But like you, you're right. Like if it sounds like the second he comes, it's, you know, hands are, are dusted off and they call it a night. And it's like, well, no, like if, if you're, suffering from premature ejaculation, then as embarrassing as it can be, or as, as insecure and self-conscious as you may be, you, it no one's going to care if you then get them off. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially yes, like your wife might be... of 16 years. Like, yeah, I do understand like if it was a new partner, like it can be very embarrassing and like, you never know whether that's going to kind of be like the last time you see them because now they don't want to sleep with you. Like, yeah, I can totally understand the massive pressure of that, but like, it's your wife. You should be comfortable enough with them to like, they're not going to bail on you after that. So it's like they might, if you just completely give up on their pleasure, but it's wild to imagine being married to someone for that long and still not being either one willing to to discuss this issue or to just get them off. Like I can't understand any world in which you're like, Oh fuck. Well, bye. And like, I mean, I think what's, presumably happening is that it's such an intense shame that it's sort of like a tail between the legs and mm-hmm. yeah I, a runaway maybe. situation because like they do mention that they used to have great like they had a great sex life which mm-hmm. i don't i can't imagine included like no foreplay for her yeah you know what i mean so i assume that like this guy knows what he's doing yeah and for whatever reason like whatever's happened to cause this has fucked him up so much that like the second He's he's you know becomes victim of his premature ejaculation that he like shuts down as mm-hmm. a defense mechanism. Like the more it happens, the more he's going to be in his own head about it. Oh, hundred probably again. It's like usually when you get in your own head about shit like this, it's going to go one way or another. You're going to come way too quick. You're going to come way too slow. You know what I mean? Like if you really want to come, sometimes it's just like your your dick's like, huh, what? But if you really don't want to come, sometimes it's like, wait, you want to come right now? You know, like so it's probably one of those like self defeating. Like or self-fulfilling yeah. prophecies where he's just like, it's a circle, a cycle, you know? So I think you guys got to talk. Also, it could be like, you made a good point with isolation, like stress, diet, exercise, like all these things are being kind of thrown for a loop. And also maybe in general, like maybe depending on what your guys' work schedules are, maybe he has like 
his set masturbation times or whatever. Maybe when you're not home, he just rubs one out and then he's kind of just like, whatever. And maybe since you're both home all the time, he hasn't got a chance to do it at all. So maybe he's just like running on like peak capacity and doesn't, maybe he doesn't even like necessarily realize that. And is then getting in his head. Like you you don't really know. There's a lot of shit changing right now. Um, Yeah. It's like, you guys got to talk about it. Like the more it's like that elephant in the room, the worse it's going to get. Yeah, because it's going to turn into resent. It's going to turn mm-hmm. into shame and embarrassment. It's going to turn into depression, yep. which is never a good thing for for libido. Yeah, that's not um, hot. So you're one have the conversation with your partner. Sit them down and be like, "Hey, like, and be supportive." Yeah, like, don't like, just be like, "What's up? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't what's, you fucking broken dick?" Yeah. So like, talk about it and and make sure that like. You reassure them, like you said, like make sure it's very comforting and and reassuring, and make sure this isn't a time. Don't do this right after, and don't do it right before. No, this has to be and don't do it separate. Yeah, it has to be a completely separate conversation where you're in not a sexy time mood. It is a, I want to touch base with you and and talk about this, um, and maybe consider seeing a sex therapist or a a therapist because this could be a, a mental thing for all you know and like he might be dealing with something that he's not willing to talk to you about for whatever reason yeah i think you just gotta do it and make sure like it it doesn't necessarily have to be a like problem as in like you know it could be like a mental thing could be a situational thing but like the more you guys discuss it and like realize you're on the same page and like work towards it and like even if you're like hey like i understand it but at the same time like you haven't gotten me off either and it's like you know, don't feel ashamed to want your own pleasure because I'm sure he's going to feel a lot better about himself if, sure, he comes quickly, but gets you off. Like, if he still makes you come, that's going to take a lot of the pressure off himself. You know, he might not even know that. But Yeah, I mean, I I used to have really bad sexual stamina. Like, uh, sex would not last long with me, and I dedicated myself to figuring out how to go down. Like, I'm as good as I am at oral because I would, used to be terrible at sex. Yeah, like when I was younger, for sure, uh, especially like the first few times you were with like a new partner, because again, it's super exciting um, that like, yeah, 100%. There, there have been times that happened, but like I never was like, well, that's me. Like if it ever did happen, that was my time over. And then it was all their time until they were done at least once, you know, yeah. and sometimes I'd be ready to go again by the end of it. And then no one would even fucking remember that first time or it wouldn't matter, you know? Um, and that made all of us more comfortable with them the next time. So it's one of those things where the less confident you are and the more in your head, the more the problem's going to get worse, no matter what it is. Yep. So have a talk, make her come. Yeah. This is by throw RA three, seven, six, four, seven, two boyfriend is getting a massive tattoo of ex-wife's username. My boyfriend was married for six <laughs> years and divorced in 2018. When I met him last year, I did a bit of internet creeping. Turns out he has zero social media profiles, which I didn't know at the time. So I ended up Googling his ex-wife's name to see if I could find his profiles through her social media. She has a ton, and I know she uses the same username everywhere. The Succubus. Username has been changed to protect the innocent, but it's the name of a different feminine mythological creature. He just told me he has plans to get a massive tattoo of a succubus, one that starts at one of his calves and twists around his whole leg, then goes up his butt cheek, and the main design is on his back, ending at his shoulder blades. This is startling for three reasons. One, he's a man in his 40s with no other tattoos, so it's a massive appearance change. Two, he showed me the design that's pretty sexual. It's a naked woman, tits out, touching herself. 
Succubus is like human-sized on him, wrapped around his whole body. Three, it's the same mythological creature his ex-wife uses as a username everywhere. I'm not sure what to do. It's his body, but I'm uncomfortable with it. It's bad enough that it's this off-putting design I dislike, but knowing the ex-wife stuff, I can't help but this is a shrine to his failed marriage. I'm too embarrassed to let him know I internet creeped on his ex-wife back in the day, so I can't even discuss with him why this bothers me so much. Even if we could talk it through, best case scenario is him saying it's unrelated, but I wouldn't be able to shake the association. Am I wrong for being perturbed by this? Man. It is. That's tough. What mythological creature do you think it is? I'm going to think it's a Medusa. That's what I thought too. Right? You know, a Gorgon. Yeah. Because uh, there's not too many that are like, or unless like a Banshee. Yeah, or like a Siren or a, like a maybe a Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Mermaid. Yeah. Um, All kind of weird. <laughs> uh, Here's my thing. I was, like, what if the reason she uses that username is because he's super into those things oh like what if what if mermaids was his thing first like what if he is like a big mermaid man oh yeah and that's why and she, she called herself and, the mermaid because he loves them and he loves her yeah and then she fucking ruined it for him and, and this is him like reclaim reclaiming it. just being like nah fuck it mermaids were my thing what if it was an ironic name and he's terrified of them and he's getting this so that he never gets back with her maybe like she's just butt scared of mermaids and one day she's gonna like strip him down and be like ah run away and he's gonna be like phew yeah i don't know uh well like a does full the body does tattoo the... as your first tattoo is kind of fucking mental one good luck finding someone who does that well that's the thing well i, I mean like a good one because like most real tattooists would be like no yeah, start this off. Is, small. This is your first tattoo? Absolutely not. Like I know people who won't do sleeves as first tattoos or yeah. like anything invisible Based areas. Yeah. yeah. Like I know people who will not do knuckle tattoos as first tattoos or like wrist tattoos. It's like, nope. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, which is crazy because this person's either going to just get hard shut down so it'll be fine or they're just going to have to go to someone so cut rate that like the only thing worse than a full body tattoo is a bad full body tattoo. I, it's, uh, it's like it's so hard because like either you admit that you fucking creeped his ex-wife which like you know everyone fucking does it whatever mm -hmm. um the only like so, play i think you could do is sort of be like oh it popped up on my feet as a suggested friend Ooh, that's a good one right or, and be like wait like oh you wanted a mermaid but like her name is mermaid like that's yeah. that's a bit weird so totally going around this i think you could just be like hey I'm pretty sure when we start dating, like I, I was trying to find you on social media and like she popped up and isn't that her name? You could just like throw it off. And if you specify that happened ages ago and like, maybe you're not sure, whatever, maybe he won't get too hung up on it. Um, two, that's a good one by you, Dane. Three, surely he has friends who also probably know this person because he was married to her for six years. So they probably know. So Either talk to them or get them to talk to him, you know, yeah. um, or just like bite the fucking bullet. Just like, fuck it. It is maybe having an argument about you creeping her back in the day, which again, it's not exactly that weird. Everybody does it. Um, yeah. Like if someone's like, yeah, I creeped your ex when we started hanging out. I'd be like, okay, that's fine. I don't know. Or just be like, hey. Know, but there are also people in the world who are fining their partners for masturbating. Well, that's, so that's true. Let's, let's but, not a pretend we live in a world where 
you know, cooler heads prevail. But if you talk to them and that happens, good, then you can break up with them. And that's, that full body tattoo is not your problem anymore. And that's a pretty good, like, that turns out pretty good. Because this person, if they're going to do that, it's going to happen at some point. So better to get it out of the way now and not have to worry about this full body tattoo than have to watch it slowly get carved into his flesh by a terrible tattoo artist as you question your entire life and whether it's something about his old marriage. Alternatively, you can get a full body tattoo of your ex, Matthew, Mm -hmm. who's just, you know, his dick is coiled around your leg and, Mm -hmm. and he's just there just being like, oh, what's up? Even better it's me, because it's me, Matthew. Matthew was a foot and a half taller than you, so your full body tattoo like ends weirdly. Like you don't have his head; you just like stop he's like his he's like crushed under, and he's like kind of like tilted underneath. Oh, it's like, almost like you know, yeah, like squeezing through a door that's too small. I figured it would just like stop at his nipples around her like no. neck. You can't have a tattoo of Matthew and not have his winning dimpled smile. That's fair. So just like it's Matthew on his knees. <laughs> his <laughs> knees are as long as your legs. <laughs> oh man, that would be real good. Um, you could also just bring up other reasons for you being concerned about this because one, giant body tattoo as first tattoo. Pretty pretty out there. Two, it's sexual and weird. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's there's something strange about having a naked person of the gender you're attracted to tattooed on your body yeah weird like if you would be weird move if you got a back tattoo like a a vampire with like a hard dick yeah just being like i'm jerking off my vampire dick right yeah because she's even touching herself be like cool you got me thinking i love dracula so here's one of dracula wearing nothing but that weird cape just jerking it just jerking it just just, going and then like, like underneath He's splooging out the name Matthew. <laughs> Which is unrelated. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. That has nothing to do. He splurged onto a broken wedding ring. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's metaphorical for nothing. It's just, it gets the people going. <laughs> like, there are um, enough there are enough things to bring up here that are problematic that you shouldn't even have to bring up the wife. But also, just bring it up. Be like, hey. I fucking creeped her years ago when I was looking for you online, and I saw her name. Let's talk. Okay. I have a plan. Okay. You need to go to, like, a used bookstore and find, like, the oldest book you can find. And in there, you need to implant the tattoo and be like, you can't get that. It's an ancient, evil, like, thing. And then on the other page, have someone like do an old timey drawing of his ex wife and be like, Oh my God. Oh no. They're tied together. But what if he actually like was obsessed with this thing? It had nothing to do with her. But then in this book, he's like, wait, she was one this whole time. And then he goes back to her. Well, problem solved again. (laughs) That's that's fair. You've realized that he does not have, you know, he's not over his ex wife. Yeah. Anyway, let me know how that Matthew tattoo turns out. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got a pan of his like famous brisket. Oh, hell yeah. He's been like, hey, brisket. guys. Yeah, and there's just like a star rating underneath him. 4.6 <laughs> out of 5. Hell yeah. Matt was great. Yeah, he always helped his friends move. He did. And you know what? Sometimes he even turned down the pizza and beer. He was like, yeah, oh, don't even need that, man. There was even a time where he bought the pizza and beer. Yeah. Like, who does that when they're the one that moves? Matthew, like, people don't say it enough. 
you know, probably because they gotten used to how good you are, you know? Yeah. But like, that's, that's no reason we should not, you know, hang a lantern on it. So Matt, this one's for you. Yeah. Hang a lantern on Dracula's giant Um, dick. (laughs) Matthew's vampiric (laughs) dick. (laughs) I will say kind of weird that all his condoms were shaped like coffins, but that's just part of his quirk, you know? Everyone's got a thing. It's true. At least he wasn't pissing on your underwear. Am I right? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. All right. Hit me. Um, this comes from Reddit user Sportomatic75. Does that feel yeah. like they hate dating because you basically no. have to re-explain yourself to every new person? <clears throat> it's like an author rewriting an entire book from scratch. <laughs> Please tell me hey, that's wh- it. Oh, yeah. How What's in- the problem here? How What's in- the problem now? How interesting is this fucker? As someone who's written novels from, uh, rewritten novels from scratch, I'm sorry. I very much doubt you are 100,000 words worth of introduction. Also, in what world do you... Like, unless this person's, like, English isn't their first language, which I'm pretty sure it is because I saw their, their responses. In what world does, like, explaining yourself... Like, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? So, like, I'm a Gemini, and, like, that kind of just, like, means that I, I I have no idea. Um. Also, like, how many dates are you having back to back to back to back? That like, because I get it. Like, if you're in work and you're always like, "Hey guys, welcome in," or like, you know, you say the same shit over and over again, it can get pretty annoying. But like, how many times you have to introduce yourself? And also, clearly, she's saying the exact same shit over and over again. Yeah. Like, like you, you have like a picture of who you are that you feel you need to broadcast to every fucking person you go on yeah. a date with. And it's probably a pretty fucking specific one. If one, you say the same thing all the time. And two, it's like a spiel. Like it's long enough to be compared to a book. Guess what? If you had not done that, maybe you wouldn't have to have all these dates because people might actually stick around. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a wild idea that you have like, I love it. Like that's I have problem with dating. That's a new one. Let me yeah, explain I, myself. I'm so tired of explaining myself. <laughs> I just like I I I really want to just be like, can you just for the record, so you can copy and paste it later? Can you mm-hmm. explain yourself? Like, yeah. what are you? What Please, are you can saying? You, like, can you actually are you just post, rattling off trivia? Can you actually post and ask her what she says? Because I I need to know. Like, I I'm not sure I ever like have like i don't have anything to say about myself i'm like hi i'm nile you know maybe things will come up about me later on but i don't have like an introduction but like the only thing i can think of is that like she's saying something along the lines of like i'm like you said like i'm a gemini i'm a staunch christian i believe in this and this Mm -hmm. uh i'm a vegan and you'd better be one too or we can you know what i mean it's like she has like these these like list of demands and almost like a checklist that she goes through Mm -hmm. to see if you're compatible right off the bat and it's like well that's not how human beings work no especially not in romantic settings because if Mm -hmm. if a woman did that to me if i was on a date and a woman went down like a fucking you know shopping list Mm mm-hmm of of what she is mm-hmm. and isn't also like, like what you are is for someone else to figure out yeah like you don't the whole get to, point like, of a date you don't get to be like hey just so you know i'm uh like boyfriend material and they're like oh cool let's just do it now yeah i'm super charismatic i'm really friendly i yeah. can it's like well those... i'm like so interesting <laughs> yeah i'm super unique i'm a real <laughs> wild card oh, it's like, okay yeah. Fuck me. Most of the time when someone describes themselves in a certain way, they're the opposite. <laughs> yeah. 
Like anytime anyone's like, oh, I'm brutally honest. That is my, <laughs> it, like, I know we talk about red flags a lot, but anyone, anytime I've ever met a woman who describes himself as brutally honest, I'm like, okay, I'm out. I'm just yeah. going to fucking jig on out of here. Yeah. Cause they're not, they're just dicks. Yeah. I was like, Oh, so you you just interject your opinion rudely without being asked. Like you, you just feel the need to comment on everything mm-hmm. is usually like, what brutally honest means. Yeah. Most people I've met who can, who think they're brutally honest, think they can call themselves brutally honest and then be mean to people they think less of. Yeah. You know, cause they're never brutally honest to like that hot guy they like, or like that girl they really respect. But like that new girl who like, you know, is a little frumpy. She's got her glasses on. She hasn't been given the makeover by Freddie Prince Jr. yet. She'll be brutally honest with her. Yeah. Yeah. This You shouldn't have to explain yourself. You shouldn't be bored with... If you're bored with what you're saying in a date, guess what? Your date is bored. Yeah. Yeah, like if you can't even get over fucking talking about yourself... Yeah, Jesus. No one wants to hear it. No one. Uh, and like the, the point, I think, that we're trying to make here is... When you go on a date, it shouldn't be a fucking, you know, rapid fire exchange of information. It should be a conversation. If the only thing you learn on a first date is like in terms of like miscellaneous trivia is like what they do. Great. You don't need to know their favorite color or their favorite music or, you know, their family, where they grew up. Like none of that shit matters. No, it really does. What matters is chemistry. Like Mm -hmm. that's what a first date is for is you go and like everything will pop up. You know what I mean? Like if they happen to mention like, oh, I was, you know. Oh, I went to London once because, you know, I, I went to a concert. It's like, cool. You've just learned things through conversation. Yeah. Great. You now know that. Yeah. But like, also, no if, date should ever go the same way. Yeah. Like, if your dates are going the same way, something is wrong. And that thing is you. Because, like, yeah. there's no other, like, think of it like an experiment. Like, what's the constant? You. Yep. So you're doing yeah, like, the exact same thing for some fucking reason, which means you're not taking the other person into account, which means you have a balls ass, boring ass date. Yeah. Like all this is saying to me is you're a bad listener. Yeah. Because, I, you know, the best way to have a conversation is to listen. You're also not probably thinking... not an interesting person, which makes the fact that you have this spiel about yourself even worse. Yeah. So just when you're on a fucking date, first date or whatever, just relax. And just talk. Just have a conversation. Don't worry about getting information out. If someone asks you a question, answer it, of course. But, like, don't feel like if someone says, you know, if you're like, oh, I I was at work all day today. And, you know, I had enough time to go home and change before I came out. And they're like, oh, cool. What did you do for work? You can tell them. But then don't fall into the trap of being like, and what do you do for work? Mm -hmm. Oh, I do this. Oh, cool. Where did you go to school? Oh, cool. I went to school. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Because presumably they should be giving you something back. Or saying something that's interesting enough to follow up on that you shouldn't be question, question, finish, question, question, finish. You know what I mean? Like the next question should only come up when you exhaust that topic of conversation. Like they yes. say something like, oh, yeah, well, I did sport. Oh, really? What did you play? Oh, basketball. Oh, crazy. Like I suck at basketball. Like, yeah, I wasn't really good either, but, you know, it was fun. At least it was something to do after school. Blah, 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 blah. And it goes on. And then there you go. That's how a conversation works. Ready for this one, Dane? Okay. This is by user Mince Ask. Why am I so boring? Every time I, female 20, talk to my partner, male 23, I can't think of anything to say. This has been going on for about two years now. I'm not sure how to fix this. I can never think of what to do and always end up just leaving or taking naps because I can't think of anything to do with them. 
<laughs> oh boy. Help! I can't. I haven't been able to talk to my partner for two years. I usually just pretend. I, I go to sleep instead. Yeah, imagine walking to the bed like, oh hey babe, good morning. Hi. Mm, well, she just like <laughs> she just grimaces and like curls up on the couch, puts a blanket over herself. Yeah. How can you not talk to someone who you're dating for two years? This sounds like just bad, like just a relationship that you shouldn't be in. This sounds like the prequel to the person who asked the last question or the yeah. sequel. What do you do on a daily basis? Do you work? That's do you have hobbies or friends or interests or like, can you hear things and see things? Cause like I saw a fucking squirrel the other day eating Chipotle dip out of like a fucking pizza pizza thing. And that was fascinating. Talk to I'm about sorry. It. You saw a pizza pizza squirrel eating Chipotle. Yeah. A f no, a Chipotle dip from pizza. pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, the I was like, your story's fucking falling apart. Just <laughs> or it's that exciting. But like, there is every single little thing in the world to talk about. And I what mean, do they do? Even if you don't do anything, what did they two do? Years. It's been for two years, Dane. <laughs> Maybe they've been quarantined for two years. Oh, man. Yeah, you. if you don't have anything to say with your partner, like if you can't have a conversation with your partner, then it's like communication is important. And not just to talk about things that you're struggling with or dealing with. It just fundamentally being able to talk to your partner yeah. about anything is is fundamental of having a healthy relationship. What's if you, the point of having a partner? Yeah. Just also like this person is 20, that's 10% of their life. Think of how much you could get done if you weren't pretending to sleep. <laughs> like yeah. if you if you broke up and lived on your own, all that napping, you could be doing something. You could be like doing you things could be that were worth talking about. Maybe yeah, that's why you've nothing to talk about. You just sleep all day. Oh, man. Do you not have dreams? You could talk about those dreams that you had when you were napping know. instead hey, of talking to me, your partner. Let me tell you right now, Niall. <laughs> it doesn't matter how boring you are. It doesn't matter how interesting you are. Someone telling you about their dream is the most boring thing ever. It doesn't matter what that dream is about. It's boring. No one wants to hear about anyone's dreams. Some dreams are cool. No. Yes. No. Yes. It does not matter. Terry's no. dreams are wild, man. You can't tell and me it, otherwise. If someone tells me their dream, I stop listening almost immediately. I'm going to tell you every dream I ever have. Okay. <laughs> I'm very good at tuning people out. Good. I've been with my partner for over two years. <laughs> but this, yeah, this question, good. like, upsets me so much. I don't even know what to offer. Like, I, I literally, I think this is the first time I'm fully stumped. I don't know, other than being like, just stop. Just end this relationship. Well, yeah. like, but also because he's not talking to you either, apparently. Yeah. Like, like a conversation two ways. If you have nothing to say, that's one thing. But like, do you have nothing to respond with either? Like, what? Yeah. Like, if he talks to you, do you just be like, oh, well, gotta <laughs> hit the head. <laughs> time. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, do you both just not talk? Yeah, I don't know. How is that even possible? That's like Guinness Book of World Record like level shit. Like that that must be more difficult than actually talking. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, it has been a pleasure, as always, to uh, cast our pods to you. Mm -hmm. To cast podily uh, towards you. So we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoy doing it. Also, let me tell you, this closet, even with just me, is very warm. Yeah, even this fucking room is warm. I had to close the window so that we couldn't hear yeah. all that stuff and i regret it um uh yeah 
I'm going to change this t-shirt um, in like five minutes. If you have any questions and you want to send them in so we can we can talk about your uh, boring, uh, non-talking relationships or your, your piss-filled relationships, whatever. Or both. Um, or both. Uh, you can send us an email at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. And you can find us on the internet at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. Do you have some bad sex writing for oh, us? Oh, you know, you know I got some for you. You ready to get comfy? You ready to get comfy? I'm comfy. Yeah. You ready to get comfy? I'm already comfy. Now, wait, have we done this one? I'm going to read it. You tell me if we've done it before. This is Melvin Bragg's A Time to Dance. We came together, do you remember? Always tenderly, at first standing, like a chivalric introduction to what was to be a voluptuous sensual battle. Just stood and kissed like children, simply, body to body, skin to skin, you slightly stirring against me, myself disregarding for those seconds the ram of sex aching below. Then we would be on the bed and I touching you, hungry, eyes closed, fingers inside you, reaching into the melting fluid rubbered silk, a relief map of mysteries, the eager clitoris reeking of you, our tongues imitating the fingers, your hands gripping and stroking me, but also careful not to excite too much, and so I would fuck you gently, and then more strongly, and finally thrust in hard, and suddenly let everything go. Slam into me, you used to say, how you just slam into me. I have no idea if you've read that or not. I feel like parts of it stuck out, but the like describing a vagina as melting fluid rubber yeah. silk. I don't. I think sh- I'd remember that. I'm not sure if I purposely blocked it out of my mind. I think I'd remember though. But the the slam into me, you say, how you just slam into me? That seems familiar. See, the kissing like children also sounded familiar, right? But then again, they're also terrible. Yeah, Should I do a different I- one. No, no, we'll we'll sit here, and maybe this will be the one where people are like, "But wait, episode you know forty nine Yeah, if you if that's that's okay, because it's so is, bad that it's still bad. Even if we have read it before, like that's how bad it is that I'm reading it and I'm freshly appalled. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm not like we have forgotten. This person wants to be pinned open like an insect. Whatever, you know. Psh. This person is gushing two years worth of cum sloppily inside of her. Psh. You know, it's still horrendous. It sure is. Um, and to finish off this a fine episode of ours, I have a Pornhub comment from the user Zellius060. And they say, I simply cannot condone this behavior. Absolutely shocking that she would steal a client from her own mother who's been in the industry for 15 years. I am shaking and crying right now. Oh, wow. My name is Dave Miller. And my name is Nas Spain. Keep safe. And, and I'm uh... shaking and crying right now. Oh, always. And we've, we've been your fuck buddies. Be <laughs> safe.